Welcome to If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry show with Christina Johnson, a podcast where I help my tribe find true happiness and freedom through mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. I'm going to talk about the things that people are afraid to talk about. So let's do this. Hello, hello, everybody. So this is an episode that I actually didn't plan on, but I think that we need to do a part three of the dental topic. And I want to talk a little bit more about how I personally left my full-time job and I want to go into really what it takes so that you can also join me and you don't have to work in a job that upsets you, that you don't feel valued or fulfilled at, that you see there is no growth there's no room for improvement there's nothing really there tying you down except an hourly income and and the comfort of comfort what is it comfortability there's nothing tying you down except your income and your comfortability you know, getting back on the hamster wheel every day, driving the same route to work, looking down, wearing the same scrubs, going and stopping at that same stop sign, pulling into the same parking spot. If you wonder how the time and the years are just flying by, it's because it is. And It takes courage and it takes a lot of strength to stand up and say, I don't want to do this anymore. And you are not crazy for thinking that. You are not, you know, a bad person, a bad employee. You know, you're none of that. You want to know why? Because all of your thoughts are valid and we all have different values and beliefs And those values and beliefs, believe it or not, they impact every single decision that we make. Every decision down to, you know, even the food that we eat, the clothes that we wear. All of our values, they get depicted in our everyday life and we don't even notice it. And that also falls into your job, right? If you grew up with parents who were... Um, very, I don't want to use the word strict, but who were very adamant about, you know, going to school, getting a job, uh, you know, working your way up the corporate ladder, being successful. You know, if that's what you grew up listening to, then that's how you are trying to work in your adult life, right? Except what we see is that that lifestyle doesn't serve you it's not making you feel alive it's not making you come alive and with that I personally felt that also myself like what's the point of going to this job if I don't feel like happy about it 
Like, I feel like, why are we here if we can't even be happy for, I don't know, nine, probably 10 hours of the day? Think about it with your eight hour shift, with your commute, with waking up early to get, you know, the kids to school to get yourself ready to go work out, to do some, you know, do something for yourself. If you can't be happy for 10 hours of the day, and we're sleeping, I don't know, hopefully you guys are getting at least six to seven hours of sleep a night. Um, What does that leave time for? When do you have time for you? And we are on this planet, we are in this infinite universe of possibilities. That's why if any of this is clicking in your mind, that's because... When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Have you ever heard that saying? When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And so I'm here to show and tell you exactly what I did to get to this point where I could say goodbye to my full-time job. Let's get to the juicy part. How did I leave my full-time dental hygiene job after being in the dental field for... Let's see, it's been like 11 years with dental assisting and dental hygiene. So this is a five-part answer, and I created the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T, so that it can uh, be easily remembered by you and that you can kind of refer to it in your mind so that you can keep replaying the steps. So S, the first one, is work on my side business. So I would work all day and then I would come home and work from 6 to 11 on my side business. I began with my baking. Some of you may know me from Extra Sugar Bakery. That is my first baby where I created amazing extra cupcakes and cakes just full of rainbow sprinkles the glitter the gold the glitz the glam seriously everything (laughs) and I would work on it every single weekend completing orders going to farmers market events but that's kind of the um, tip of the iceberg right because whenever you start a new business in any field You can't just like jump in and just boom, now I have customers, now I have orders. Boom, now I'm going to go to events and everybody's going to know me. I had to start with recipe testing every single week. I was testing my chocolate, testing my vanilla, making sure that everything was on point so that once I had my recipe, it would be consistent i'm huge about quality control um you know that was just a big thing that for me it meant making sure that i put out a bomb ass product for any you know for all my customers for my club extra um so it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of effort you're not going to get you know whatever you're doing say you're making jewelry say that you sell art say that you make music Um, that you're a fashion uh, designer, you put people's outfits together. Um, Whatever 
side hustle you're pursuing, it's not going to be great on the first try, but you just have to start. You just have to start. That's that's my biggest um, takeaway from all of this entrepreneurship the last couple years of my life. So part one is S to start your side business. Number two is, we're going to go to M. I worked on daily mindset training. Mindset. I was stuck in a very, very dark like place where everything just felt horrible. My body felt horrible, like physically, mentally. I was always getting headaches, uh, something called brain fog. If you guys have ever heard of brain fog, like nothing makes sense. I don't even know why. You just get so physically exhausted and your brain is overworked. Have you ever felt that way before? So I knew that I had to change my mindset. And if you've heard on the previous uh, podcast, I talked about going to a going to therapy and, and meeting with a psychologist and it wasn't the right vibe for me personally so I used my resources I used everything I had and I uh, went to the library and I got books I mean every week I was literally going to the library and getting books from Deepak Chopra Wayne Dyer Jim Quick James Clear These are all books that I would keep either by my side of the bed. I would be reading um, at night or in the morning. Wherever I could find the time to get it in, I literally got my reading in. I used podcasts on my way driving for my commute in the morning. I had like a 45-minute, 50-minute commute every morning. And I was just listening to music. I was listening to the same music every freaking day like how many like I love me some Doja Cat and Justin Bieber but like how many times can we hear the same song over and over no like let's use every second of our time to better ourselves you know and then another uh way that I changed my mindset was listening to uplifting talks from Tony Robbins and that I did primarily on YouTube so go to YouTube University and do your own research have fun with it and that leads us into our third part which is a I became active in my community so what the hell does that mean That means that I got a mentor who was living the life that I wanted. A mentor that understood where I was in my life at that time, working an unhappy 9 to 5 job as a dental hygienist. Okay, so they taught me how to live a life that I truly wanted and they gave me the tips and tricks to continue to pursue to get me to the next level. So just to recap, the acronym is SMART. Start your side business. 
M is for mindset work. A, becoming active in my community. And then R is reprogram the way I think. So after I got my mentor and I did training with the mentor and ditched limiting beliefs, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper. So I went through to NLP training. So NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's the essence of why and how we think the way that we do. Now NLP began in the early like 1970s in the, at the University of Santa Cruz and it was created by a master level student who uh, was well informed with science and math and he teamed up with a professor of linguistics and that is basically um, like people who are excellent communicators and how they can help people change, change their thoughts, change their whole mindset. So I really, really enjoyed going through my NLP training. So with knowing how to reprogram my mind and my mindset, I realized that I could change my whole outlook on life, right? So just to give you like some clarity, this goes back also to our negative Nancy episode. So if someone is always speaking negatively and always seeing the negative in something, how the hell can that person have any room for positivity or abundance? Our mind can only hold so much. Let's be honest. We can only process so many things at a time. And I have a little excerpt here from my NLP training book and I wanted to read to you that your unconscious can't process negatives. It interprets everything you think as a positive thought. So if you think, I don't want to be poor, your unconscious mind focuses on the word poor. And because it doesn't do negatives, the focus becomes poor. And everything that you associate with becomes poor. Then being poor becomes a goal in your unconscious mind. And like a young child to please, it helps you behave in a way that will keep you poor, which is not the outcome you wanted. So this is why always, always stating your goals in the positive is so important. In this instance, instead of thinking, I don't want to be poor, you need to think, I want to be wealthy. Because doing things that creates positive affirmations and representations in your mind being wealthy means that it will help keep your focus on what you actually want hello hello that is it right there that is just a tip of truthfully everything that i learned in my nlp training and i am excited as hell to share that with you guys too because we have these thoughts that I don't want to say we were born with them, but we have learned them and they have accumulated in our mind. It's the same instance, and this is kind of insane to think about it, but once we do something for the first time, 
right? We learn, we, we're wary of it. We don't know what to expect, okay? And we learn as we go. We kind of make it up. We see what's going to happen and we go with it. And this is, this can go for anything. So for example, oh, let's imagine that you are at your first job in like your career, whatever you went to school for, or you're at your first day on a job that's like, you know, not your typical first job when you're like 15, 16, 17, okay? And someone is inherently super rude to you a superior of yours is very very rude to you and instantly you're like oh my god did that just happen oh my god what do i do right because this is your first job you don't know what to do so you just kind of smile and shrug it off right or you have these thoughts in your mind because we have we have like a I don't want to say like an angel and the devil on like each side of our shoulders, but we're constantly making decisions. Should I do this or that? Yes, no, right or left. So when you first come to that situation and you're like, you know what? I can't say anything. That's my superior. I'm just going to be quiet and smile and keep it going, right? Even though it hurts me inside. Okay. Day goes on. Day ends. That is your first impression at your job, okay? Years go by, years go by. You don't even have to be at that same job anymore. Say you're somewhere else. You have a new job, a new position, all new coworkers and new superiors, new bosses. And one day, your boss is super rude to you. Like rude that your blood is boiling, okay? Now, instead of doing what you really want to do, which is saying, don't talk to me like that. I need to be respected here and I deserve respect. Your mind instantly goes back to that first time that you experienced this. How did you act? Because you know the outcome already. If I do this, then this is going to happen. So if I'm quiet and I just nod and shake my head, oh, everything will be fine, I'll still have my job, and, you know, all is good. So with that example, it just shows that once we encounter certain situations in our life, and this goes for anything, we repeat things over and over, and it may not seem like we are repeating them because they're different circumstances, different jobs, different people, but our reaction and our response is the same it is the same unless we change our mindset we change our thought patterns and we ditch anything that's not serving us anymore so that's my little excerpt on NLP today we'll learn more about that when we step into our group coaching program I have a whole module on reframing your mindset and I'm excited about that now One of the coaches in my NLP training, Romilla, she said the person who demonstrates the most flexibility in a given situation is the one who succeeds. Hmm. The person who demonstrates the most flexibility in a given situation is the one who succeeds. This means never be attached to the outcome. And that leads us to letter T of our word 
smart. T is take the next step. And this is when I decided to become licensed as a certified law of attraction practitioner. I decided to take the next step and with learning the laws of the universe and becoming certified, it showed me that in all aspects of my life, how manifestation and how our brain has more power than you think. And it is so much more deeper than just thinking positive thoughts and reading affirmations every morning. It includes not being attached to the outcome, right? And the universe is abundant and wild and we can't even conceptualize or imagine everything out there. That's why I always say like dream big wild thoughts because no matter what, you can achieve them. You can travel. You can, you know, go sit on the beach and read a book for hours and hours and just get lost. You can do anything you want. And the beauty is is that we all have different desires. We all want different things. So you, sh- you have it. You have it all within you. We just have to unlock that level. So if we let go of the outcome, we allow ourselves to be open to the possibility of more. So say, for example, you're buying a house, right? And you're like, it has to be a corner unit with a bay view of the Pacific Ocean because I have to see the sunset every, you know, whatever. Say you have all of these must-have, must-have, that's all I want, right? That's too specific. What if the right house for you is actually not a corner unit but instead has a fireplace nook for you to sit and read and look out to a gorgeous view of trees in the blue sky? Right? What if that actually is what you really truly need and that once you get that, that's it. That's the perfect house. Now remember, you are a magnet for everything that you have in your life. And like attracts like. So that is a direct consequence of our own thoughts, feelings, emotions, and desires. So it's important that we don't get too stuck or hung up on it has to be this way you know when we when we let loose and like like loosen up that grip on life you'll see things come to you it comes to you and it's not something that will happen overnight right we have to slowly slowly change our mindset but eventually it is a learned trait just like we learn how to fall in line at crappy ass dental job right we learn how to do that you can also learn how to loosen the grip on life and just you know yes have these goals and specific goals but be flexible with it be flexible with it and if we start to incorporate more of that in our life we will we will see that life is beautiful let's recap the five part way of how i left my dental hygiene job acronym is smart s for side business m for mindset work a active in my community r reprogram the way i think t take the next step 
So I'm going to put all of this in the show notes so that you guys can, you know, remember and go look back at it. And I want you to know that you are not alone if you are feeling like you want more out of life. If you are feeling like what what could you possibly do to get out of your job? It doesn't even seem attainable, but I'm here telling you that it is. There are specific steps. There's techniques. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. I'm not going to say that this is an overnight situation here. It's not. Just like anything in life worth having, we don't get it in a day. And I want to thank you for listening to our three-part series on dental. If you like talking about this topic, please let me know. And... We're going to end this episode with a quote. There is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. Amanda Gorman. That's it. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry show. I'm Christina Johnson, and please take a second to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, however you're listening to us. Follow me on Instagram at I'm Christina Johnson. Till next time, have a beautiful day, everybody. Bye.